Thank you for joining us for this episode. Today, we're joined by Dr. Jason Compton, and he's from New York City and has got several practices, and we're going to be talking about rocket fuel for growth on the OI Show. Thank you again for joining us. Today, we're joined by uh, Dr. Jason Compton. Jason, you have been uh, somebody I've looked to over the years, even before you started your practice uh, uh, in, in the contact lens industry. And you've always got these really cool and neat ideas. You started off in the, in a contact lens technology sector, and then you came into private practice, I believe, 2015 already, right? Six, seven years ago. Yes, yes. exactly. Yep, private wow. practice. Absolutely. Wow. And Jason was just telling me he just opened his third practice. And uh, Jason, it's an honor to have you on the OI show. Well, thank you. I, I'm very happy to be here. Yes. Uh, so both Dr. Mila Brujic and I have, uh, have, have huge accolades for all the things that you've accomplished. You always bring some new ideas. And Jason, you were, you were sharing with me how you have, uh, have become uniquely involved with a program with Goldman Sachs. Can you Tell us a little bit about this program and what the heck is giving you <laughs> rocket fuel for growth. Tell me more. Well, it's a program that um, is sponsored by Goldman Sachs. It's it's taught through a, a a college here in New York City where they bring in I wouldn't even uh, well entrepreneurs. I would say in my class is probably about fifty people in the cohort from all different um, areas of expertise, whether they're restaurants owners, whether they're, um, they own private institutions of schools. I, I mean, I have like designers and basically what they do is they really teach us how to, I would say, just manage our business. And, and, and as I'm sure as a lot of people that listen to this podcast, if you're an optometrist, I mean, you know, when we're in optometry school, like there's really no time to learn the business of optometry, the business of managing or owning a business, because we're so focused on the clinicals and which rightfully that's how it should be. But when you get out there and you decide, listen, I want to open up, I want to go it alone. There's just so much to owning an optometry practice than just prescribing minus lenses like there's just so much more and especially like in a practice like in like like we have in the city where competition is like i mean in a three block radius there's easily between optometry and ophthalmology is easy you know six or seven practices easily you know Mm -hmm. so you have to learn how to differentiate yourself you know we do that with specialty products you know the scleral lenses the myopia management the the neural lens you know there's all sorts of things that you can bring into the to the practice but you have to know how to market it and i mean you could have the greatest instrumentation in your office the, the hottest latest equipment but if no one knows what you're doing and no one knows what you have and your marketing is not on point it, it's 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 of no use so this is the yeah. kind of kind of things that I'm learning in these types of in this type of program. That's awesome. You know, I was thinking about my, my grandfather. He he didn't he didn't learn optometry. He didn't learn business in optometry school either. But then he went to a town where he was the only optometrist. And it seemed like, you know, in in the day, now we had big cities back in 1950, but it was uh it seemed like it was far easier to differentiate oh. because <laughs> people went to you because you were a doctor, right? Like you that was it. That's all you uh-huh. kind of needed. But now people are looking to us for so many, so many different things. And it's, it, it is that differentiation. And fortunately with an optometry, you know, you could have a vision therapy practice and do nothing 
nothing similar to the practice right next door to yes, you. Or true. you could do myopia management and somebody else loves geriatrics. And that's the collaborative nature of us. Yes about our profession. So give us a couple of the things that you have, have really felt like, Oh, that, that was an, that was kind of encouraging me or challenging me, um, encouraging me because I'm doing something right or challenging you that you're going to change something about your practice because of what you, what you've learned recently. You know, one of the things that, um, that I learned was something that I kind of already knew, but I didn't know how to utilize effectively. And let me explain what I mean by that. One of the, one of the things is they teach us is how to um, pool your own personal resources. And I think that, um, and I'm sure you can attest to this, you know, over the years of being involved in the AOA and the Academy, we developed these relationships with practitioners all over the country, you know, and being able to tap into different people that, you know, are really good, maybe, someone that you can kind of fall to if if you have a clinical question or someone you could uh, to, to tap into if you have a business question. But even outside of the optometry world, like friends that are in finance, friends that are in, in, in marketing and just being able to understand your network and how to be able to um, effectively utilize your resources. And this is not anything that you have to dig into your pocket with. If you, if you take like a step back and think about it, you probably have access to a wealth of information that you may not be tapping into, which is extremely important. And as a doctor, I mean, we've had, you've had years of interactions with people, whether on your professional career, while in school, and these are the networks that you really need to tap into to be successful. I, I yeah. What, uh, what, what are some areas that from that you've taken away and, and you've looked to within your own network is, can you think of an example of when you've, how you've used that since since learning more about it? I think the financial piece, um, really understanding, um, because I mean, I got the eye doctor piece down, you know, like, yeah. I, but I think understanding things like balance sheets and understanding things like, you know, income statements, like that has been huge. Another thing also has been HR, just understanding different ways that you have to um, it, how you should interact with your employees, um, legal concerns with that. You know, I just kind of going through my network, I found someone that's in charge of an HR division of, of, of her company, you know, and I didn't even realize that, you know, and, and, and so many of the resources that she's been able to give me have been extremely helpful, you know, so it doesn't necessarily have to be an optometrist that can provide this information to you. But again, you have to be able to tap in or pool, tap into the pool of your resource that you, you, yeah. you have actually may even be aware of. Yeah. So I, I think for the third time, I'm in the process of reading through the tipping point, Malcolm Gladwell's yes. book. And he speaks about mavens, connectors, and salespeople, people that make things change through information and ideas. Those are mavens. Those are kind of our technology people. Connectors make things happen through people. And, and you know, they look at their quote unquote Rolodex or their uh, their iPhone connections now and salespeople through persuasion. I think that's so key. Those of us who are in, in optometry, we tend to just like hunker down within our own world oftentimes and, uh, and, and, and may not be looking outside of our own profession. I love the fact that you're in this group with people who are in the fashion industry, with you're in yeah. this, with people who are in the you know finance Completely industry, different. you can like 
Yeah. And you can learn so much from their business. Obviously, you're able to bring things to them too, but that's just phenomenal. That's incredible. And it's crazy. You'd be surprised how many things that we have in common. Like we all have the same stressors, you know, and it's just, it's, it's great to be able to get, like you said, that different perspective on a similar, on similar problems. Yeah. Well, not all of us are in the city and not all of us have Goldman Sachs. (laughs) (laughs) So now you're telling, you're talking to me about this and I I love this opportunity for you, but those of us who are listening, what are some takeaways that we can take from you, uh, from your learning or to go out and connect with other people on our own? What would you suggest people do to have this rocket fuel that you have? I think it's it's kind of going back to the the original discussion of the resources, like yeah. just kind of tapping into it. And if you if you maybe grew up in a small town and you don't have those resources, just take advantage of the advantage you have. We have an amazing profession. We have an absolutely amazing profession of people that are unbelievably giving, and you can make those connections if you haven't in school through the AOA, through conferences. You know, now that we can almost say post-COVID maybe, I don't know, but, you know, conferences are now in person, are starting to become in person again, and just putting yourself out there. Um, and I just I just feel like that is an, an excellent way to start um, because you'll get different perspectives on things of, of people, of things that people, things that you already do in your practice, but they may be doing a little bit differently. And I think that would be an amazing place to start for somebody that doesn't have access to people or think they have access to people. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a good example for me personally. A friend of mine, uh, we're bringing some new technology into my practice. And a friend of mine was just talking about her experience in optometry, bringing this technology into her practice. And she said, well, I hired a communication coach. I'm like, what do you mean? So I know how to better talk with my patients about it. Like, what? Are you, are, are you like, are you kidding me? Like you just don't know. And she's a phenomenal communicator. She's one of the really? top speakers in the circuit. And she's like, I just wanted to figure out how I could best communicate the message to the mm. patient, because I'm sure you and I both do this. Like I'm, I, I think I'm a pretty good communicator with patients about the condition they have and that this is why they need what they have. But oftentimes we don't necessarily say the same message the same way to certain people. And sometimes it really works and sometimes it's flops, right? Think about our sunglass sales. Like, is there something we consistently say every single time to help convert people to their sunglasses and whatever it is? So I had never even thought of a communication coach, but yet here's somebody in optometry mm. who's now able to connect me to somebody outside of arena that I even, even, you know, thought about. And I think for those of us, particularly who are younger in the profession, uh, to be able to look towards other optometrists, to point your way outside of the profession. And that's a good thing that we can do. You may not have uh, an attorney or an accountant or somebody that can help you on the finances, but somebody else is doing really well in that. And so we can reach out because our profession is very giving, right? And in uh, learning us. Yeah. And, and, and what I would say almost to the point of what we're doing right now, podcasts, um, there's so many podcasts that offer a wealth of information you can access for free. And I mean, a perfect example is what I do with my marketing. I follow so many podcasters that have absolutely nothing to do with optometry. Right. But I learned so much about how I do my Google Analytics, my Instagram, Facebook, all of that stuff, YouTube marketing, all that stuff I learned from podcasting. And this is, again, another area where you can tap into a wealth of information without coming out of pocket. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's brilliant. I'm excited to uh, see where this goes for you. And 
Uh, hopefully, for those of us that are looking for it, we can have the courage to step outside and ask one of our local colleagues. I think that, as, as you pointed out, optometry is a very giving profession. Thank you, Jason, for being part of our uh, uh, the OI show. Uh, we really appreciate your wealth of knowledge. Beautiful. Anytime, buddy. Anytime. <laughs> All right. And thank you for listening in for this episode. Make sure to like and subscribe, and we'll see you next time on the OI show. 